Hey, everybody, it is Chris Aiken from the Classic Metal Show. And before we get to this next episode, just wanted to remind you one more time, go over and visit the CMS Podcast Network. CMSPN.com is the web address. You get four great shows on one great site. You get us, of course. You get Aftershocks. You get Talk To Me, and you get the Shockwave Skull Sessions with Bob Now Bandian. Make sure you get over there. You can watch the episodes. You can listen to the episodes. You can subscribe so it's delivered to your phone and you never have to touch it again. So again, get over there, cmspn.com, cmspn.com. And if you didn't hear me the first two times, cmspn.com. All right, here's the episode you actually came to see. David Reese right here on your classic metal show from his cacophony of souls release with judgment day. Good friend of the show, David Reese, cool guy like yeah. talking to him. I know, uh, you and, uh, David have a pretty good relationship. We do. I, I like David Me and him. We message back and forth here and there. I know last time I'd spoken with you, he, uh, he had, or with him rather, uh, he had mentioned, you know, he goes, yeah, I talk to your partner quite often. Yeah. Yeah. We chat here and there. Mm-hmm. Good guy. To good guy to interview though. He's, he's really laid back. He likes this show. He, you know, I, he said he, he listens to the show. I don't know. Oh, uh, he's of the same political mind. That's for sure. But yeah, let me throw that out there. Like any truck. Well, when I spoke with David Reese and <laughs> I was texting with David Reese, right. I convinced him to do that tour with Udo. You know, I was talking with David Reese and I said, David, you and Udo should do a tour together. And he said, you know, that's a damn good idea. So he did it. Yeah. So I made that tour happen. Right. Eddie. <laughs> what a kook. <laughs> um, your buddy, uh, Monty Colvin from the galactic Cowboys. Yes. He also listens to the show. He does. He even threw it out there in his little, his podcast. He did a rod or the rock cast. Yep. And, uh, here he is, uh, mentioning that he listens to the show. He does. Next question is from Chris in Baltimore. And he says, Hey, Monty, what do you usually listen to when you are painting music podcasts or a little bit of both? Just curious. Well, thanks for the question, Chris. Uh, yeah, I kind of listen to both of those options. I also listen to talk radio. I listen to local sports shows talking about the Chiefs and the Royals. And I also listen to political stuff like Rush Limbaugh and Mark Levin. Screw that guy. As far as <laughs> podcasts, I like uh, the classic metal show. I like Skull Sessions with Bob Nalbandian. And I also like, uh, the Adam Carolla show. So there you go. Monty, uh, listens to pretty much the same stuff I do. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it, it's really kind of odd that, um, I get texts from different people, you know, during the week, different, different people that we've had on the show and, and they'll just be like, Oh man, I was listening to this or that. And, and this week alone, Monty mes messaged me about, you know, he, he, he liked this segment last week with about the, the uh, about the girls that haven't aged so well. Yeah, about the Yasmin Bleeth <laughs> and Kirstie Alley, you know, because he's going through he's going through his divorce right now, and he just wants to hate women. And of course, we we fucking <laughs> fed that. <laughs> but um, but and then I got I got a message from our friend Drew 
this week he's like yeah i'm sitting at uh wherever he was a starbucks or somewhere and i'm listening to this segment and i'm laughing my ass off <laughs> and i'm just like damn people are listening all over the fucking planet it's yeah well, with the exception of a few cool chicks who, who actually like and listen to the show, this is definitely a dude show. It is a dude show. I mean, you know, I, I know that there's a, there's a handful of, of chicks out there who enjoy the humor, but not many. Yeah. And, 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 and to be honest, I don't want them to listen. Well, yeah, I agree with that. Per, per, you know, I, 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 again, if you've got the right attitude to listen, fair enough, go ahead. But. Don't listen and then fucking just like that one chick that said she was a listener and then said that we were just fucking racist dog whistle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You know, the minute we crossed her line, then she got all chicky on us. Yeah, of course. And to be fair, I say the same thing about guys, too. If we cross your line and you start whining about it, you're a bitch, too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's like it's like we're not making you listen. None of you. So listen or don't, but don't (laughs) whine about it. Well, speaking of free will, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you started it or had any interest in watching it, but, uh, the A&E series, um, that, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, the girl from shit, what, the King of Queens that Leanne, Leah Remini. Yeah. Leah Remini. That's her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, they released that whole series that she did on A&E, the, uh, Scientology, Scientology and, and what is it? The something after um, something about the after effects or something. Scientology and the aftermath. Yeah. And the aftermath. So that they, they posted the entire series. I guess it was two seasons on A&E. Okay. So I went down the rabbit hole and watched the entire thing between last oh, night. Boy. Okay. Well, you must've been bored. Well, <laughs> it, it was, it was fascinating because you, you hear, you, you always heard about the church of Scientology and L Ron Hubbard. And, you know, again, with the TV, I don't think anybody could watch TV in the, in the eighties and into the nineties without seeing some kind of infomercial for Dianetics. Sure. You know, they, they spent a lot of TV time mm-hmm. with Dianetics. That's right. And, uh, when I used to live out in California and you would walk down there on Hollywood Boulevard down the area, the, uh, Scientology recruitment center was right Mm -hmm. there, you know, and I passed by that place many times, you know, and they were always out there trying to con you to come in and get a personality test, right? you know, and all that kind of bullshit. But boy, I'll tell you what, this goes back to that whole thing that we talked about that other series that was on HBO, the, the, the vow. Oh yeah. With the, the Nexium. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. Mm-hmm. These people, these seemingly normal people who have fairly successful lives, they, you know, they're not bums on the street. These people are successful business people or, you know, they're high profile actors or actresses or their mm-hmm. musicians or, or whatever their lot in life. But right. what it all boils down to obviously is money. Mm-hmm. And that's really what this whole Scientology thing is, is just money, right? It's just a big, big money pit, money and power, money and power. But here's, here's what struck me about this, this, uh, uh, Sci- church of Scientology and their, um, uh, what do you want to call it? Their mantra, their belief system. Okay. Uh, and I, and I, I'm pretty sure that, uh, 
when Hotel California came out, I'm sure that a lot of that subject material had to do with the uh, Church of Scientology. You okay. can check out anytime you want, but you can never leave. Sure. <laughs> and and that's really what this boiled down to. Mm-hmm. Is that once once these people got involved, they couldn't get out. Right. And if you did get out, they spent buku amount of dollars to basically destroy you. Right. And and that's what this was all about. This this whole cult. And, and it's just absolutely amazing the power that this, this, uh, organization has, um, picked up over the, you know, since 1950, since this thing was established, mm-hmm. you know, and these people are fucking dangerous. Yeah, they are. You know, so I'm, I'm assuming you didn't see it. I have not watched it yet. No, oh, dude. You will be absolutely drawn into that. It's just absolutely captivating because they talk to a lot of people who are former Scientologists and what they had to do to get out and how it basically destroyed their lives because they came after these people with a vengeance. What happened to Leah Remini? Is she still, I mean, does she still get acting gigs or not? I don't know the answer because I don't watch TV. So, you know, as far as like normal TV shows. But, but the thing is, is that she made it very, very, very public. And that's kind of what, what her saving grace is, is number one, she's, she's a celebrity. Right. And number two, she has done everything out in public. So she's kept a high public profile about her, uh, you know, her crusade against the church of Scientology. Right. So that, that's one of the things that, that she had to say to people who were basically still dealing with the aftermath of being Scientologist is making sure that you remain public and, and keep, keep all of this, uh, th- you know, the, these threats and, and these, um, you know, uh, what do you want to call persecution? Mm-hmm. Keep it, keep it in the light, keep it public. So people can see exactly how evil these people are. Right. And that way they can't take you out either. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like she hasn't really done anything since 2018. So, well, that's, you know, there you go. Yeah. I mean, she was on the masked singer, dumbest show in the world. But, um, other than that, she has not done any, at least on her wiki page, she has nothing, no acting parts at all since 18. Since she was on the, the Kevin can wait show, which basically was the same exact show <laughs> that, that that they did before. What was that show called? Um, King of Queens or King of Queens. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause it's her and Kevin James again. Yeah. But you know, this time he, he just had a different job, I think, but it was the same fucking show. <laughs> Hail and kill caller. You're on the air. Hail and kill boys. How are you? We're well, Tim. Thank you for asking, sir. How can we be of assistance to you today? Okay. I just, you you were talking about the Church of Scientology. Yes. My, my question is, how can, how can somebody like, because I'm, I mean, I'm obviously not into it at all, but how can, how can somebody like Billy Sheen still be such a nice guy and be tied up with all that? Well, I don't think being a, a Scientologist has to do has anything to do whether you're a nice person or not. It's just that you get sucked up in it, and that's your religion. You know, the Scientology people 
you know, are their personalities aren't changed to where they're just mean or ruthless people. It's just that their priorities are wrapped up with their, you know, their religious involvement with this organization, you know? Yeah, but didn't didn't Tom Tom Cruise fly over the cooker's nest? Well, I, you you can't account say that Tom Cruise is the is the uh, uh, typical Scientologist. I mean, I you know people have other extenuating circumstances in their life aside from their oh. involvement with an organization. Yeah, D- didn't your boy Tommy Lee fly over the cuckoo's nest too, uh, Tim? And he's not involved with Scientology. He's just a fucking nut. Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. And he and he also creates albums that suck. <laughs> you know. Um, Come on, Tim. You like I mean, caviar on a paper plate. What was that? No, no, no. That that Tommy Lee anyway, you you're changing this the subject but that Tommy Lee album is the worst album, one of my top five worst albums I've ever heard in my life. Next to Generation Swine. No, next to Lulu <laughs> and um, Saint Anger, although that album is growing on me strangely enough. Well, there you go. But Lulu Lulu sucks. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, well I I guess so. I just I've always found like solid Scientology would be kind of scary. It is. So. It is absolutely scary. People who get uh, immersed in it and get get lost in it and get too deep in it. It's just like once you're in too deep, then then it's hard to get out. Once you kind of wake up and decide, hey, you know, this isn't for me anymore, or I finally see the light, or I I realize I'm being duped here. But once you're in, it's it's mm. almost impossible to get out without you know being totally destroyed. Right. Yeah, and I, and I just, I just one more thing on this. I just wonder if, if like, it costs Tom Cruise's marriage to Nicole. Oh, I'm sure it did. She, yeah, because she, she don't wanted to get out or whatever, and um, yeah, it's just, it's just all shrouded in kind of darkness and mystery. Um, I'll, I'll let you go. There's one more question I want to ask. Um. ACDC has been number one here for three weeks um, with Power Up. Do you think this will have any type of impact or the success of that album will have any type of impact on us as um, the rock community? Anyway, I'll let you you go. Hayley Kill. I don't don't get that. What does that question me and have an impact on on the rock community i'm just gonna make a a blanket statement i don't know if i'm answering this question or not but it's a good album and nothing's gonna have any impact on anything until they allow touring to start yeah i agree period you know no no album no no live stream no nothing if you know until they can start playing shows again and not fucking shows in empty rooms you know on so that you can watch it on your on your computer no one's going to care. It's just that simple. Well, I, here, power up is already gone. I, I mean, it may still be high on the charts, but nobody's talking about it anymore. Well, if there was a, I, this is one of those records that even in this day and age, if, if we were in normal circumstances, mm-hmm. this would be a very large tour for ACDC. Number one, it's the reunion yeah. of the most popular lineup. 
Mm-hmm. And number two, the album's pretty damn good. Right. So, so if touring were, you know, it, if this was a pre COVID situation, I think ACDC would do Buku uh, oh, yeah. bucks on a, on a big tour. On, you on have a half to tour. Your tour. Yeah. I think they would do really well on a huge tour. Sure. But, but it's but not. as of circumstances that that isn't happening right now. And yeah. will it happen? Nobody knows. I just can't, you know, people keep talking about summer and you know, summer's in six months. And I see these fucking fools that are afraid to get out of their car without a mask on. You know, there's no fucking way. Are you going to get, you going to convince 20,000 people to be in a room together? sitting well, you know shoulder think, to shoulder well, you know what the thing is is i think that if if there weren't restrictive laws say say if there were no restrictive laws i think people would still show up in droves i think less than you think really do, yep. you, do you really think there's a fear out there or do i you know there is oh, well, i absolutely know there is no 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 let me let me back you up here a little bit go ahead if the media and the government did not make such a big issue of this. Do you think mm-hmm. the fear would be as strong? Uh, right now, yes, I do. Because nobody trusts the media anymore. Well, I know, but they already let, they already got, let the cat out of the bag is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. If, if this wasn't made such a big issue of from the beginning, Mm-hmm. And they said, yeah, you know, you might want to take some precautions and, and leave it at that. But instead it's like, this is going to kill you. There's th- millions of cases. People are dying left and right. Lockdown, lockdown. You yeah. know, if they hadn't done that. Oh, well, if they hadn't done that. Yeah. I, I think it'd be a different story, but they have done that. And that's why I'm thinking six months from now, it ain't going to matter what they do. Well, I know, but it's too late now. Well, one, yeah, that's what I was that's what I'm to say. It's too late now, but had they not done that, I don't think it would have had that major of an impact on a lot of people's psyche to go out and do stuff. Yeah. We're going to have to have one year of shittily attended. Um, if shittily is a word shittily attended, um, shows to get past it. We're going to need one season of bands going out and playing to fucking quarter filled quarter filled rooms people that do go not dying and then people will be comfortable to maybe go back but mm-hmm. i think this is dude first of all I, I mean i see people now and i just am like these these fucking fools even when, if there was an all clear given they're not going to take off their fucking masks mm-hmm. we are going to see it's going to be like china here or japan where we're going to see people walking around with their fucking masks for the rest of our existence. I honestly think that, (laughs) well, perhaps I honestly think you're going to see any fucking, any goddamn soccer mom that you see for, for now and forevermore is going to have her and her little wonder, wonderful bundles of joy walking around with dumb masks on, you know, it's just the way it is. Yeah. They've been conditioned to it now. Now they think that's kind of that. That's kind of where I was trying to go with it is that it's gotten into people's psyche now. Mm Mm-hmm. Rather than letting common sense prevail, yeah. now now it's gotten into your psyche to where you you can't, you know, make a educated decision on your own. Yeah, COVID is the new Elrod Hubbard for me to bring it all the way back around. <laughs> and there, people are like, oh well, the the COVID God says I have to wear this. 
the COVID God says I have to wear this now. You know, and see, here's the thing for me personally, I can't, it's hard for me to fathom people who think that way because I don't associate with weak-minded people. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole thing. I, I don't associate with anybody that thinks that way. And, and so for me to go, what are you doing? Wait, why are you driving around in your car with a mask on? Yeah. And then you showed me that picture where they're selling the, where they're selling the vent masks for yeah, your the car. Vent masks. Where, where you cover the vents in your car. Yes. It's like, well, does your car have the COVID? Dude, they're literally, if you go to Amazon, they're selling microphone covers microphone covers so that you so that when you're singing into a microphone it has a mask on it so it doesn't <laughs> take the germs in and then get breathed back into you if you share the microphone with someone else oh my goodness it's fucking out of control it, it is it's, out of control but see that there's the capitalist mind is saying you know what might as well take advantage yeah. you know there's dumbasses out there who will spend money for this kind of stuff so might as well grab it yeah. Uh, look how many, look how many entities out there. I know even you did it for us, but we don't push it or anything, but you even had CMS masks. Yeah. I, I, I just decided not to sell them. Actually. I just, yeah. I got them made and then I was like, I can't fucking do that. I would be, I would be embarrassed for our show. Yeah. If, if I saw anybody wearing one, so I didn't put them on sale. That's why they didn't go on sale. Yeah. Was because you don't want to, you don't want to buy, you don't want to be a purveyor of the, of the fear. Yeah. Well, here, here you go. I'll, I'll give you an example from my own fucking business from this week. I put out a, I put out a post. I'll, I'll read you the post. It says tired of nightly COVID routine, tired of the co nightly COVID routine of doing nothing. Memories are made at pinball PA and the best video games and pinball machines ever built. Come make your own memories tonight. We're open until 10 p.m. So that's pretty. I mean, it says that we're open during COVID is basically what it says. Okay. okay. Fucking question one out of the box. What are your COVID-19 cleaning, sanitizing, and social distancing protocols? Question number one. You know, so I, I answered the question. I said, we have hand sanitizer. We do our best to keep people socially distanced. We have moved our popular games around so as not to have bottlenecks of the games. If people come without a mask, we assume that they have a medical reason why. And per the Americans with Disabilities Act, we do not ask about it. Yeah, don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. Answer. And this is why I will not be coming by there anytime soon if people aren't being at least encouraged to wear a mask. <laughs> encouraged. So when did I become the fucking police? You're, you're now the police? Yeah. Next comment right behind it. I mean, the mask thing should be enforced. 99% <laughs> of those people are lying about their disability anyways. Well, who are you to make that judgment? Yeah. Yeah, the mask thing can't be enforced because of the Americans with Disabilities Act <laughs> that I just quoted from. Yeah, yeah who, who am I to say? Yeah, and, and, and these people with their service dogs, most of them aren't even service dogs. They're yeah. just comfort animals, but they throw a service uh, animal vest on it. Just yeah, so they exactly. can take it in the store or take it on a plane or something. Exactly. But it's like, that's the mentality that's out there right now, dude. Nobody, nobody's sitting around going, you know what? I am bored out of my fucking mind sitting at home. 
I'm not going to sit home and watch the next fucking season of F is for family. I'm going to go out and live for a minute at the only place that's open. Yeah. No. Instead, the answer is, well, do you have hand sanitizer? Well, bring your own, you fuckhead. Yeah, exactly. Nothing prevents you from bringing your own hand sanitizer if you're so afraid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, was that a was now can you tell if it's a guy or a girl asking guy. these questions guy a guy okay. both, both of those two different answers both guys all right faggots yeah it's just it's it's it is what it is dude it, it it's non-stop it's constant every phone call i get is it you know people are are have drank the kool-aid everyone it it really makes if it's done anything for my, for my own psyche, it's really convinced me that guys like Jim Jones were not these dynamic speakers that we know they, they, they had the right message at the right time. And they just knew how to manipulate people. See, I disagree with that too. Really? Just that people are fucking so goddamn stupid and such, so easily led that anybody could lead them. Well, again, if anybody could have been Jim Jones, I don't believe that, that you had to have some super message. No, I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying that they knew how to get into your psyche and manipulate people. It's not that you're like some, some kind of scary, talented sage or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. It's just that you knew what to say to, to, to lead the sheep. Yeah. It's, it's beyond belief how easily led Dude, there are it I I will guarantee you. Guarantee you. If fucking dumbass Dr. Fauci said, "You know what? Everybody will be cured of COVID if one person from your family jumps off a bridge." You would have lines of people on a bridge, on every bridge getting getting ready to jump off. Yeah, I know. What a fraud. Well, but not him. I'm saying the people are that stupid. I, I, I understand what you're saying, but my point is, is, is he's such a fraud that so many people follow him and believe every word that comes out of his mouth. Yeah. But you can't blame him. You got to blame the people for being so fucking stupid. I, I completely agree. That's, that's where I'm all I'm at now. I don't even blame the government. The government sees a way to fucking take over control and they're using it because the people are too fucking dumb to get it. Then that's it. Our country is full of dummies and these guys finally found a way to exploit it. Well, I agree. And and that's the whole thing. And now getting back and I'm glad you brought that up because that kind of dovetails into the other thing that it has a stark reality about this whole church of Scientology. Yeah. In this day and age with this whole quote unquote, all this disinformation and Trump's a lunatic. And if you're, if you're, uh, you know, if you are, uh, say a conservative or somebody who is a constitutionalist or somebody mm-hmm. who believes in Liberty, you're a whack job. Of course. Well, that's basically the, the playbook of this whole Scientology is that anybody who goes against them, they're a crackpot, they're, they're crazy, they're, they're a nut job, they're a conspiracy theorist, they're, you know, they just paint them out to be some kind of, you know, some kind of a wacky person because they go against the narrative. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, this whole thing that, rose up in the last couple of years, this whole cancel culture thing. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. That is right out of the playbook of Scientology. Of course. If you go against the church of Scientology or if you try to get out or whatever, the whole cancel culture, we're going to cancel you now. Mm-hmm. Or they, they call you a combatant or or you're, um, there, was a, there was a term that they were using uh, again and again that you were listed. You're, yeah. you're an enemy of the church now. So what they do is they go out of their way to ruin you personally and financially. Mm-hmm. So it's the whole cancel culture shit. Yeah. <laughs> they mastered it before the rest of the world, apparently. Well, they did, but, but it looks to me as if the left, the, the liberal left is borrowing pages right out of the Scientology playbook. Well, it could very well be, you know, and, and that's the whole thing. And it's just like, well, that, that sounds familiar. Wow. That, that sounds real familiar, you know, and it just gets worse and worse. Yeah, it does. Dude. And, 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 and the media has the stronghold right now. Unfortunately, the media has the power right now. You know, it's, it's like, you know, I, I sent you the, I don't know if I sent it to you or not about, um, the sticks video about the shadow banning you told me to uh watch it yeah yeah i did i watched it today that is 100 percent almost identical quite literally that what sticks said there same conversation i had last night with matt from from aftershocks i was showing him the stats of of ours on anchor and from the week before the election till now we magically went down 90% in our downloads, mm-hmm. 90%. And a show that never, you know, on YouTube, never had a month period where we lost users. We always were positive users. For the history of our show, all of a sudden, we're like negative 32 or something for the month. Right. And it's like, get the fuck out of here with this nonsense. They're controlling it. They're manipulating it. Of course they are. You know, and even certain searches, I, cause I, you know, I investigated it because I, I have a little bit of smarts. So I went to Google and I did some searches of stuff that we normally come up in the top 10 on, and now we're nowhere to be found, you know, stuff like uh, shock jock radio and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, because people don't, you know, and, and this isn't rocket science here, but people don't really use the term shock jock anymore. So I do so, and I do because I want to get into that rare niche of people that are looking for old Howard Stern bits or old Opie and Anthony bits or, you know, Camino and rich or whatever. And, and we, for the last probably five years have been in the middle. If you looked up shock jock radio or shock jock DJs, but if you Google it right now, we're nowhere to be found. It's fucking ridiculous. And, and that's definitely Google changed something. Google fucking did something. It's not, it's not that all of a sudden we just completely lost our audience and our fans or whatever, you know, cause I not so ironically, everything on alternative media just keeps right on going. Yep. We're gaining new fans every day on BitChute. We're gaining more listeners to every segment every week on BitChute. You know, our, we're gaining more, more traction on Gab and Mines. you know, but magically, magically the, the big players and, and, and we're just sucking somehow by 90% fall off in a, in a week's time. Right. 
and, and I do, when I say 90% fall and I'll tell the numbers, I don't give a shit, but you know, if these numbers are true and that's a whole nother thing, I don't even know how, how true these numbers are because we haven't received any, you know, usually we get hate right before we get, you know, people that, that quit the show, quit listening to the show or whatever on September 15th. So what's that? Two months ago, three months ago, two or two months ago, two and a half months ago, we had 45,183 plays. Okay. Okay. Last week we had 3,899 plays. It's, it's dropped by 300% or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 90% of our audience went away more than 90% of our audience. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like come on fucking retarded yeah well everything's m manipulated now yeah and that's and this is exactly why for everybody and i always say it i hate to be the repetitive bitch here but that's why i continually continually for the last year have been moving as fast as i can to alternative media and controlling our own shit yep you got to got to and now they can take everything they want away but they don't control our website and i have everything on our website you know to where no matter what they change it won't change our website so fuck them you know and to answer you ass fire in the chat room yes we are on parlor it is cmspn on parlor feel free to follow yeah the strange world we live in, my friend. But I, I mean, isn't that ridiculous? 90% drop off. Yeah, <laughs> and it's been like that since guess when, guess when it went, it, it had its biggest drop or its second biggest drop, but the drop to where it's staying now. Take the, a guess what week? The week after the election. The week of the election. Yeah, there you go. We did the, the week. I mean, it was, it was on the decline anyway. Right. We, we were, we did 21,000 on October 6th. We did 16,000 on the week of the 27th, but still 16,600 the next week. And for every week after 4,500, <laughs> 5,000, 4,500, 4,900, 3,800. And now this week so far with a day left, 1500 <laughs> fuck out of here, 1500, 1500, 1500. But I can even do the math and know that's not true because every one of our episodes did 600 listens and that's just ours. That's not including to me or shock or skull sessions or aftershocks. Yeah. It's like, come on. It's fucking nonsense. Whatever. I mean, I don't give a shit about numbers really, but, um, you know, I do know that we did not lose 90%. How did we lose 90% of our audience? But the fucking chat room is still full every goddamn week from, from the start of the show. But, but people aren't listening. Get the fuck out of here. Go fuck yourself. YouTube. <laughs> oh, you know, but, but it's, you know, it's funny because I was talking to, to Matt about this and I was like, you know, it kind of makes sense because we, I, I honestly think because we talk so much about fucking alt tech, we talk about alt tech and, you know, YouTube scans the videos. Yeah. They, 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 uh, uh what do you call, um, uh, translate the words. Yeah. 
they, but yeah, so they, um, you know, I guarantee you, they see bit shoot and parlor and all that stuff in, in week after week after week. So they shadow ban us, you know, I, I have not heard from people yet, but I would bet I'd be willing to bet that people are not still getting the emails every time we go live. And, you know, I mean, I see the numbers of how many people listen or watch rather when, when we go live with the videos and the videos are still doing okay. You know, we, we still do fine with the live. So we do fine with the live. We do fine with the show. Corey says that we're still doing the same numbers we've always done, but the podcast somehow lost 90% of its fucking audience. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Assholes. Fucking bizarre, man. It is. Anyway. All right. Well, is it is it worth uh, playing some of the sticks at all or not? You can if you want to. I mean, he, he he play it and see if you think he's saying exactly what I just said. All right. So this is uh, Sticks Hexenhammer talking about how YouTube has shadow banned him. Mm-hmm. Here we go. All right, everyone. At this point, it's safe to say that YouTube has partially shadow banned my channel um, based on the metrics that I'm seeing. And I'll, I'll get into the reasons why I believe that as opposed to just, well, your material's slowing down post-election. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that's not the case. Uh, number one, I'm hearing. So there you go. Post-election. Post-election. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go from other people the same basic thing around the time of the election a few days after all of a sudden they had a massive slowdown uh in in growth and even a reversal of growth some people have experienced this on and off for a number of years actually and it's usually due to youtube changing its algorithms which it does time to time and sometimes it's not targeted sometimes it's just because they're trying to drive more traffic to msm content well if you're making current events material Naturally, if you're an independent creator, you're getting the fuzzy end of the lollipop on that deal. That's number one. Number two, if you suddenly stall out to 0% subscriber growth and your view count is half of what it was last month on a site, but on every other site you're doing just fine and you're still growing in subscriber totals, you're getting the same number of views you were getting before, that's, that's an anomaly you would not think that that is likely to happen uh, if people were simply getting bored with your material. All, all of a sudden, after 12 years of nonstop growth, you finally got stale, despite the fact that you're eh, basically doing better than ever everywhere else. Um, that doesn't make any sense. So, yeah. all right. That's exactly what's happening. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, again, uh, Google and YouTube have just gotten too big. Yeah. You know, and, and they're just, you know, now, now they're just like the Kings. They can just pick and choose who's the winners and who the losers are. Mm-hmm. But what I think is happening is that YouTube has put me on the naughty list, uh, probably because of my political views. And, and again, co- it's not a coincidence. I think that it happened two days after the election. I don't think that's coincidental. What's happening is that I gain 100, 200, 300 subscribers each day. And then at some point they're all deleted again. People are also reporting to me, and this is other people reporting it even before I even mentioned being censored by YouTube, that they're not even seeing my uploads on my main page. And many people are reporting they no longer get notified of my material. Now, you can click the bell all you want, but YouTube's notification system has been fucked up for some time. So there are two ways you can help me. 
The first is if you see this video or any other from now on into the foreseeable future, share it somewhere. That's the easiest way for the channel to grow because if it's not visible on the main page and new users can't search for it directly on YouTube because it's not being collated into the search results. And if you look up my username when you're not logged in, you don't even see me. And, and, and if you get to my channel, I think most of the content isn't even there. If I'm basically invisible on YouTube, I need to become more visible elsewhere. That's number one. Hold on. Stop number there. Two. Stop there. This is where I think sticks and I have a fundamental difference. And I don't disagree with this guy too often, but I disagree with him here. I honestly think he still puts too much content into his YouTube page. I agree. And, and that's kind of what I was gathering that he's still banking on YouTube. Yeah. But, but again, he's probably making. A, a few dollars off of YouTube. I'm sure he's doing fine making some making some coin off so, of YouTube. So I would say that you know the all alternate platforms aren't mm -hmm. paying him quite like YouTube would. Yeah. So I think for him it's a monetary thing. For us, it's a give a fuck thing. Yeah. But I think he should I I honestly think he should take more of the same approach that we do, which is and and in some ways he does, but in other ways he doesn't. You know, I, I think he, like for us, I don't release any, I actually spend an extra hour a week to give YouTube less than I used to. You know, I mean, YouTube with our, with our show now, I put the videos up everywhere else. I put the videos on FUPAL. I put the videos on Rumble. I put the videos on BitChute and I put them on Odyssey. You know, I, I take the time to put them all on all those places week off. So that people, at, you know, if they miss the show Saturday, they can watch it during the week. But I don't put it there on YouTube. I don't put the videos at all on YouTube. I only put audio, audio versions of the show on YouTube. And I don't put them up until a week later. I make them all wait a week to get this week. Like this week's show will not go until like two weeks from now. And that's on purpose because I don't want our fans on YouTube. I only upload the audio so that people can discover the show still from YouTube. Cause I understand it's the biggest audience. So I'll put it there for people to hear it. But if anybody's a loyal fan of the show, if they're, if they're a fan of the show, I don't want them on YouTube. I want them. I want them to pay attention to bit shoot. I want them to pay attention to fucking rumble or I really want them to, to go to F you pal, you know, because that's 100% ours and right. no one can shut that down. That No one can censor that. No one can do anything to that. That's 100% ours and no one can touch it. But we need to get people over to there. And people are going, you know, I, I mean, it's not huge numbers, but I saw this week that most of the videos had like, like 30, 40 listens, which, you know, that's pretty good for something that's only been in business. What, a couple of weeks? You know, that's not terrible. People still don't know it. So, you know, and, and we do fine when, you know, on, on like BitChute, we do, you know, we do a good listener count or, or numbers on BitChute, but I, I just, you know, the, the way that, the way that YouTube is running things right now, it's like, fuck you. Why do I want to be on your goddamn platform? You know? Yeah. Well, again, for us, it's not a monetary thing for, for sticks who makes his money through his social media presence. Yeah, I think it's a monetary thing for him to continue uh, trying to get views on YouTube in order for him to make, you know, rack up his money. Right. 
I just put this comment up here on purpose because I want to address that real quick. Since we're talking about the business of the Classic Metal Show, I might as well talk about these things. Jolly Jake here is right. BitChute needs to commit to live streaming instead of flirting and cock-teasing about it. I agree with him on that. I am fucking tired of waiting for BitChute, and I'm more tired of waiting for Andrew Torba over at Gab. Torba's been promising this fucking Gab TV for months. And I've even emailed or messaged back and forth with them. Like, dude, when is this come? Because like when I paid for the, you know, I bought the professional gab. I paid the, I forget what it was, $175 or whatever it was for two years of gab pro, you know, to support because I want to support all tech. And, and then, and then he announced this, this, um, gab TV is coming and it's like, let's get that going because, you know, I would much if I have a viable place to to put things, I would rather put them there. I'd rather like I feel like BitChute's a viable place, so I put it there. But the live streaming, if BitChute was live streaming, we would not be on YouTube at all for live streaming. I just wouldn't I would not live stream there. Cuz I don't want to be on YouTube. I don't want to be on YouTube at all. I know that's probably great then since I'm since half the people are listening on YouTube, but I don't want to be on YouTube at all. I want to be on the alternative media, but there's not a good D live is great. And I hope, I, I don't know how many people a week for D live is really limited on the information that they give you, but you know, I hope people are using D live, D live.tv, you know, to, to watch the show because I, I want to be on the alternative platforms. I don't want to be on YouTube. It's just a, you know, it's an unfortunate thing that we have to do in certain places, but Man, if these all, if these, it's the one area live streaming that alt tech is just not there with yet on any level. And it's, it's really cumbersome because it's the one place that, that people, you know, want people really want, they like live streams now. And, and again, the stupid fucking government has convinced people that live streaming is the way that you, you ingest entertainment now. So we need the we need the other people to fucking step up and and offer a service even if it's a paid service i would pay for it as long as it's not a hundred fucking dollars a month i would pay for it it's just you know it, it's just not available yet and they and and jolly's right they need to stop cock teasing about it and fucking do it <laughs> hey and kill call you're on the air okay some questions First thing, um, if I've still got the CMS app, because like I never want to lose you guys as long as the, the show exists. So if I've got the CMS app, is that all I'll ever need? Yes. But but yeah, and I'm going yeah. to say this about the app to be to be a hundred percent blunt about it. I I know the fans, you guys love the app. I don't love the app. I don't, Neely, you, you seem to like the app. Yeah. I mean, I don't use it a lot, but I mean, for what it does, I think it, I think it's a pretty good app. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's okay. I, I like the website better. If you really want the full, and, and I'll just say this to you, you know, and, and I say this, especially to people that have smartphones, decent smartphones, like an iPhone 10 or an 11 or, you know, or a Android note, note s10 plus or whatever if you've got a decent phone 
I strongly, strongly, strongly urge you to just figure out how to make a bookmark and bookmark the Classic Metal Show page on the website. Because if you use that instead of the app, you get everything all at once. You get um, you get the videos, you get the audio, you get the downloadability of the you know of the episodes if you want to take them with you and go. And like that's a that's a lacking thing on the app. The app is not built to let you download and take stuff with you. The app is built so that the only way you can really use it is when you're online. And I don't like that. And there's no way around. I've I've gone back and forth with our with our company that makes the app. And not only is that not an option, but it's not an option that's coming either. So, you know, but it is an option on the website. So if you, you know, if you listen to the show, if you're just a, you know, you listen to the MP3s or whatever, you know, get it from the app or from the from the website. And that way you can take you can download the episodes and take them with you. So and when you and when you guys okay, and when you guys finish with Spreaker, are uh-huh. you gonna put like the whole show up on your website to um download after the show? No. It's it's just it's no. just a fluke, Tim, that you get the whole show via Spreaker because it's a live thing that records every five hours. But yeah. you know, once we're done with Spreaker in June, uh yeah, you're not gonna have that luxury anymore. Yeah, it's going that that part is going away completely. And the other question is, and this is more a personal thing, for someone like me, um, who's on Facebook, I'm not likely with what I do, I guess, to really offend anybody and stuff. So they're not really gonna go after me or my music. So I can still I'd probably still be able to monetize on Facebook and, and YouTube, correct? I'd imagine. Yeah, because I'm not, you know, I'm not really doing anything controversial. Well, why anybody, why anybody would be on Facebook today, I have no idea. But you know, if you if you're if you're making a couple of bucks, more power to you. But if if I were anybody who has a Facebook page, I'd be closing that shit down immediately. Yeah, I only have a Facebook page because of my music. Nearly, I don't have it because of any other reason. Well, all right. Cool. All right. Thanks for that. Highly kill. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm, you know, the, the more I talk to a guy like Tim, the more and more I'm going to explore the option of becoming a life coach. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I really, you know, I, I've been exploring the thought of going, doing the life coach training thing. And I, I really, I really think that I'm going to go down that road. Well, doors open. I don't know why you wouldn't do it. I mean, you know, you got the time. If you've got the time to do it, why not? Yeah. It could be a full-time gig. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking people that could. Oh, well, look at, we're, talking, we're talking Scientology. We're talking about the vow. We're talking about David Koresh here and, yeah. and Jim Jones. I, I could be a life coach, but you know, not, uh, you know, I'll take your money of course, but sure. I'm not going to lead you to destruction. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, so if you want life coaching from me personally, I might be open and for business in 2021. There you go. <laughs> nice. Um, I'm, I put another question up here that I'm going to answer. Uh, will you ever be able to live stream on FU pal? Uh, yes, actually. Uh, I'm working on that right now because again, I don't like using YouTube 
but I have to have the right. I don't want to turn this into a tech talk, but you know, there's, there's, there's some techie stuff that, that goes into that. There's, I have to find a way. I have to find a way to connect an RMTP server to a, a, a straight website with YouTube. I can do that because they already have the servers. Well, they have the server and they, they also have made, like, if you look in the chat room on the bottom underneath the chat room, there's that, that window that anytime we go live plays. So you could watch the videos live. If you just hit play there, it'll show us live. Um, the other, the other avenues right now don't have that super easily available which, you know, I, I, and as we've always done with the show, I'm not going to put it up there when it's fucking half-assed. I'm not going to put it up there with, you know, if DLive, if DLive would, would make a way to embed their fucking broadcast, I would do that yesterday right onto the FU pal page. And then it would be live. And I thought about already with, even with YouTube, um, you know, doing that, uh, Boy, boy, the calls are coming in. People want to know about this fucking technology. Jesus Christ. Well, they do. Okay. Will you ever be able to live stream on the Roku channel? Again, something else that we've explored or I've explored. Probably not on Roku and on the Amazon because there's a whole lot. There, it's a it's a whole different licensing deal with Roku and with Amazon. And not so much licensing like licensing music, but licensing their bandwidth to push us onto Roku. And it's really not, it's way more expensive than a show that generates no money would fucking want to spend. Quite honestly, you know, it, it costs a lot of money to do it. So I don't think we're going to do that. Don't think I haven't explored all of this stuff, guys, because I really, you know, I, if, if it's up to me, I'm turning this fucking show into a TV show. Yeah. You know, I want it. That's why we got the stream yard. That's why I've taught, you know, me and you have both learned how to fuck with the stream yard and use it and, you know, play videos on it and all this other stuff to make it more, more of a TV experience, more of an experience, Yeah, you know, you know, and believe me, once we get a, and, and, and there's so many more opportunities that can open up once we get off of YouTube. Once we get off of YouTube, I can put up some of the fucking crazy sick shit that's going on in the chat room and really make it the real experience. <laughs> and, and I know people are like, oh, boy, you know, that's not what we need. But you know what? Sometimes there's some really funny shit in the chat room that I would love to put up. And I just know that putting it up fucking that's the end of YouTube. You know, if I put some of these some of these videos up, it'll be the end of you. And not even the really filthy, dirty shit, but like in the chat room here, like five minutes ago, there was a, there was a video of a truck running over a bunch of goats or some shit. I don't know if you saw that video. That was, I did. That would get us banned in YouTube. If we didn't put a fucking warning on it and all this other shit. And even then who knows what, if YouTube will take that as violence or whatever, you know, they might, they might mark that as violence and, and fucking take us down. So, you know, but, but if I, you know, again, with, with us controlling our own destiny with FU pal or bit shoot, bit shoot's not going to take anything down. 
you know, then we can, then we can do some other stuff. You know, when we're talking about brothels and stuff, we could actually show some of the shit that, when, you know, when we go, honestly, like when, when we were looking up um, Ozzy Ace's brothels, remember yeah. that? That's yeah, it. yeah, 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 of course. That would have been great to put that page on the screen. Yeah, we were able to look at their menu. Yeah, but wouldn't that have been great to actually do sure. that on the on as part of the show? But YouTube will fucking kill us. Of course. And right yet, we, you know, until we have an alternative source that's that is pro or anti-censorship, we can't do that quite yet. You know. That's just the way it is. And okay, Sal, I'm glad you haven't watched the show on YouTube. <laughs> so what? You're one person. Just because you haven't doesn't mean that there's not. Dude, our biggest audience right now is video. By a lot. By a, especially if these numbers are true from fucking Anchor with 3,000 listeners a week. Because we're doing, we're doing, um, you know, with the, uh, with the Roku and Amazon and the Vimeo channels, we're doing like 230,000 views a, a month. Yeah. You know, so, you know, you could say, well, we don't watch the, we don't watch the YouTube or this or that or whatever. Well, you know what? There's a lot of people that watch the video. A lot of people that watch the video. That's why I put so much time into the video. Yeah. They, they, they like to feel connected. Like they're part mm -hmm. of the, they're part of the experience, as you say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it, dude, it's just the way the world is going right now. The world is turning into a video, video thing. You know, I, maybe it's just me. I don't know. But to me, listening to podcasts without video feels old. That feels like the old way. You know, dude, I I'm, I'm so far now that I'm actually, I'm almost ready to launch it. I haven't announced it yet or anything, but I'm in the process of making a video a classic metal show video podcast and and you know uh, it'll have the warnings on it that it's going to eat your fucking hard drive on your phone to death but you know i can literally put the videos up on like um uh apple podcast just like a regular podcast except for when you download these you'll get the videos you'll get the videos delivered to your phone you can watch the videos right from Apple Podcasts, you know, app or Pot Pocket Casts app or whatever. And I've 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 tinkered with it. You know, I've played with it on my phone. It works, but it's an awful big download. You know, that's the that's the the crux of it is, you know, are people going to be happy or pissed with if I uh, if if they get if they forget for two days and their fucking phone is full. Because, you know, because we took four gig of their space downloading two videos, <laughs> you know, so, you know, but, but these are all things that I work on. I work on this stuff constantly to make this show the best, not, not as, not as good as the, you know, the big players or whatever. I want our show to be the best and you know, that that's what I'm working on. I'm making sure that we have every angle covered so that, you know the only thing people can bitch about is that me and you suck content wise and you know, but they can never complain about the tech. Cause we give way more. I honestly, dude, I mean, you, you, you get podcasts and even, even with the podcast, we do more, more with our podcast than I think anybody does. I agree. You know, 
we do a ton with our podcast and the video piece to it and the audio and it's on every goddamn platform known to man. You know how many hours I spent just registering this fucking podcast with every podcasting a cast and all this other bullshit that nobody's ever heard of, you know, but I go out and I do it because it's, I want this show to be better than everybody else. And you know, I don't know if we are, or we're not, but I know technically we are <laughs> that I do know. So, well, you know, you're, you're driven on the video. Like I was driven on the audio yeah. or on with the show. Exactly. <laughs> podcast without video who are we marconi <laughs> yeah really <laughs> see look people are people are watching here's another one i'm only on vi i'm only on youtube to watch this vimeo for the other stuff there you go good, good. i like it I, I, still, I still enjoy the the random phone call every now and again where, well, I'm on Facebook, but, you know, so it's like, why are you on there? Yeah. Well, because that's, you know, that's the standard. Mm -hmm. I can't that's, make the change. Yeah. You just have to make the change. It's yeah, that's, you, know, you just got to bite the bullet and, and just quit. Mm -hmm. just, gotta quit. Do it. just go to something else or don't. You know, I, I mean, honestly, at this point, I don't even care. I just, it's funny though, because when I do look at Facebook now, I just look at it. I'm like, look at these fucking boobs. <laughs> I really have gotten myself into that mind where it's like a uh, Facebook is just fucking old school crap. Well, I think about, you know, how, how my habits have changed in this last year alone mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, from watching baseball to watching football to, you know, getting you know obviously i never got into the whole social media thing right to you know i just changed my habits mm -hmm. just you know right. whatever doesn't match with my uh thoughts or belief system i'm just not doing it anymore well you could get back into football now that they're bringing women into the game can't you are, are they bringing women into the game oh you didn't see that I did not oh my god dude yeah, let me see if i can find it real quick they brought this chick. It, it's a whole controversy in college football right now. They, they brought this fucking chick into uh, Vanderbilt, which is like Owen whatever for the year. Okay. Stink. So they, they brought this chick in to do a kick. And apparently, apparently she did. Um, she like ripped the team like on her first day that she was there. She she gave some speech or whatever, and it pissed off the um, it pissed off the the entire team. And then she went out, you know, to to do this kick in a in a game, and she absolutely laid a fucking egg with the kick, and um, and she got all this fucking woke praise that um. You know, she got she got named special teams player of the week for the SEC. And all she did was one kick. Did, did she ride the short bus to the field? Dude, there's like a special player. She she must she should have, but <laughs> but um part of it is dude, the 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 sports guys that are not in the woke world are absolutely going crazy about this, saying that you know they're willing to bet that she gets a Heisman vote. 
that she won't win the Heisman, but because sports is so fucking woke we are right about now. To but, because it's so politically correct to, uh, you know, allow a woman to be a part of it. Yeah, exactly. It's such a deal, but yeah, let me, let me pull, let me pull this up here. You, you're, you're going to fucking laugh your ass off when you see this. It's fucking hysterical. Let me get this to the full screen so you can get a good look at it here. Now, now right. okay. This is Vanderbilt against who? Uh, Missouri. All right. But watch this. All right. History in college football. Vanderbilt Commodores coming back onto the field. They will kick off to start the second half, and Sarah Fuller will kick off for Vanderbilt to become the very first woman to compete in the Southeastern Conference in a football game and a Power Five football game. And there she isn't she amazing? <laughs> I mean, honestly, Neil, isn't she amazing? She's the first woman ever to kick a ball in the power five. Yeah. She's, she's wearing a running back Jersey. Yeah, of course, because she's a badass, right? All right. Okay. All right, let's go. She is wearing number 32, her soccer Jersey number oh, just six days ago man. was winning an sec soccer tournament championship in orange beach, Alabama. And wouldn't you know it history <laughs> is on the field in Columbia, Missouri as Sarah Ford. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for this. I'm I'm sitting on my chair. I'm just waiting. Here it comes. It's about to put her right foot into a football, speaking volumes to women around the world. Speaking volumes to women around the world? Speaking volumes for women. Is she? Yeah. Well, she's going to get. What is she going to do about that camel toe? <laughs> Maybe she needs to wear a cup, too. She needs to worry about more than camel toe when you see this kick. <laughs> awesome, awesome moment. You can hear the crowd. Everybody understands what's happening right now. This is a pretty cool moment. This is a pretty cool moment. <laughs> oh, that, was that an onside kick? And the kick? Well, no. They, they're trying to play like it is, but they're down 21 nothing at the start of a half. That was like an onside kick. Would you like to see that again? Please. <laughs> speaking volumes to women. Speaking volumes to me just watching this. Yeah, it, it's speaking volumes here. It's volumes. Sure. I'll turn the volume off so we can speak some volumes. Right. Here she comes. She's lining up for it. Here it is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, amazing. I'm going to turn the volume back up. I'm not sure if this is the video that you can hear it or not, but, uh, listen, the crowd is like all, all amped before the kick. And as soon as she fucks this kick, then you just hear the crowd go, Oh, <laughs> you hear the crowd go quiet. Yeah. They know it's just a bag of shit. Yeah. Like <laughs> all right. Check. Just listen to the crowd this time. Is on the field in Columbia, Missouri, as Sarah Fuller is about to put her right foot into a football, speaking volumes to women around the world. Stop that for You can hit a crowd. Everybody understands what's happening right now. This is a pretty cool moment. Pretty cool moment. The crowd just dies. It's silent. The crowd's like, oh, man.
<laughs> our woke moment just got ruined. If I were these announcers, oh. I, I would feel, I mean, the, these guys have bigger camel toe than she does. Yeah. I mean, it's like, she's going to put her right foot into that football, speaking volumes to women around the world. This is a pretty cool moment. This is history. Really? Is it? <laughs> Just brutal. Yeah, because they let some girl out on the field to, yeah. to boot a football, like a onside kick. Yeah. Well, let me tell you the fallout from this Neely. Yeah. So because of this, the coach was fired. <laughs> the coach got fired for this fucking publicity stunt. This was a, well, she's okay. I need, I, I need a little context with that. Okay. So he brought her onto the team I without, guess. without authorization. Is that I don't know. Said? I don't, I, I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure that they had some, some authorization by, you know, the athletic director or something to bring her over from the soccer team. But you know, they were going for the woke moment and it didn't work. And, and like immediately after this game, Derek Mason, who's the coach was fired. Now, what was the reason he was fired? I'm sure they're saying that it was because the team is zero and eight or whatever, okay. but all right, but he was, but he was fine until, until this. Okay. Oh, well, here you go. Jolly Jake in the, in the chat room says, here it is. The coach was fired because of her halftime speech. Now she, like I said, she gave this halftime speech, ripping all the players. And why was she given a platform for a halftime speech? Cause dude, she's, you know, because she just won the, she was part of the winning soccer team or something. <laughs> so she has the expectation of winning. Oh, okay. And then she came on and laid that egg, but listen to this. You're going to love this because finally, finally some men with some balls the fucking vanderbilt football players yeah all boycotted and did not play today they ended up canceling today's game because of this all right they said they will not play again all right fair <laughs> enough they said fuck this misogynist pigs man <laughs> and they 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 canceled and now the media is in fucking full spin mode. Of course they're saying are. they're they're of course saying, well, this is because of COVID. And, and, and it's like there was no mention of COVID. There was no there's nobody that's that's got COVID as far as I, I heard from Vanderbilt. But all of a sudden now it's a COVID thing. <laughs> and it and it might be played on the 19th, and it's like whatever. You know, it's, it's, it's because they were fucking pissed off. These guys all said that they were not going to fucking deal with this shit anymore. How'd you like to be the guy that had to come in and replace the coach that was fired only to have your team have a fucking mutiny. <laughs> that would suck a lot of balls. <laughs> Do I see that kick one more time? Yeah. Just let's see that onside kick. Awesome. It's not. It's a real uh, kick. Yeah, I know, but it might as well have been an onside kick. Yeah, don't give don't give her that credit. Let her eat let her eat her non-balls here. <laughs> let her let her eat her vag here. Because yeah. this is not an onside kick. I want to be very clear about that. This is an attempt to kick it into the back of the end zone. Right, of course. You want to be treated like everybody else? Fine. This was your attempt to kick off. Sarah Fuller is about to put her. Oh, 
Oh, shit. Push the wrong button. The right foot into a football. Speak. I'll turn the volume off. But She's about ready to put her right foot into a football, speaking <laughs> volumes to women around the world. Setting the world on fire. That's yes. pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Look at her. She didn't even fucking run down to the fucking to try and make a play. No, she she's like one of those uh, fans who were selected out of a you know a group to come out and try to kick a field goal and yeah. make it. She had to trot off to the sideline. But if that guy would have got up and run with the ball, she's supposed to get in there and fucking tackle him. Pretty much, she's gonna tackle him running that way. Yeah, she's she would be the last line of defense to keep the guy from running by her to, to, yeah. the, to the get a touchdown. But the bottom line, she's not a football player. I don't give a shit what they fucking try to portray. She's not a football player. No. What is it that chicks have to get in on guy sports? You don't see guys lining up to get in on chick sports. Yeah. Unless, of course, they pretend to be transgender or something. Right. And then then they really kick ass. Wouldn't that be great if, like, I don't know. I don't want to say LeBron James because that's too big of a name, but somebody that's just like an average NBA player, but just can't do real well. If he just said, ah, fuck it, I'm just going to go and join the WNBA now because, you know, he would dominate. Of course, the lowest guy on the bench on of an NBA team would dominate in the WNBA. So wouldn't that be great if all the 12th men just got together and formed a team <laughs> and just went and just won every game? Yeah went 61 and 0 or whatever their season is and i would have no idea because i'm yet to watch a wnba game you mean the nappy headed hose oh hey hey Hey, i think uh, i must got suspended for that didn't he he died over it i think he had to have a whole uh apology tour with uh uh who was it uh sharpton did he have have a prayer session with sharpton yeah. I have an apology for saying nappy headed hose. I don't know what I said there. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. You know exactly what you said. That's what you get paid for. You were, you were <laughs> a shock jock. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're a, a worm I, feeder. Yeah. But, <laughs> but there you go. Sarah Fuller. I just thought oh. you, I thought you would enjoy that. I wasn't aware of that because I, I'm not paying attention to news and shit these days. So I don't oh. give a shit. I watch Outkick and I watch um I, I watch three sports shows that are that are definitely not woke. I watch black and white sports on YouTube. I watch Sports Wars on YouTube and I watch Outkick, um, Clay Travis and um and uh, Jason Whitlock. All right. And so that you know, that's 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 where I sort of keep my my toe a little bit, paying a little bit of attention to sports, little, but I'm not watching any of the games. No way. No fucking way. You know, I'm just fine hearing about it from these guys. That's good enough. You know, it, it kills 15, 20 minutes here and there. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a break. All right. Let's pick a tune. All right. I'm going to go since I'm talking to Mr. Brian wheat on Thursday, I am going to pick Tesla lady luck from great radio controversy. Lady luck. Took a walk. All right. I walked up to where I said, how do you do? And she said, I don't. Wow. (laughs) Dude, I listened to that album for the first time in 
God knows how long. I listened to it all the way through. Yeah. Um, during the week. What a fucking great record that yeah, is. I, I played the shit out of that. Me too, back in the day. But I honestly, when's the last time you listened to it start to finish? I haven't listened to it in years. 20 years? Yeah, it's been a long time. But yeah. boy, when, when that came out, I played the shit out of that. Fuck, it's, so, it's, it's definitely their best album. Definitely their best record. And my God, every song is great on it. It is. You know, that, that's it, your homework for the week, dude. Listen to a great radio controversy from start to finish. It'll put you in a good I, mood. I, I loved, I loved that record. That, that's, that was one of the first records, uh, that I listened to when I lived in California. That mm-hmm. was one of the first times listening to that CD that actually made me want to get into radio. Yeah. I, I don't doubt it. That's I, I remember that distinctly, uh, listening to, uh, to, I think it was the way it is when yeah. that, when that came out and stuff. And I knew a girl, I kind of met her a little bit. I didn't know her real well, but I knew her. She was a DJ on uh KCAL in uh, Redlands, California. Right. Her name. Well, her radio name was joy wolf. Okay. <laughs> and she, she was okay, you know, and she was a real nice girl. And I ran into her a couple of times over, over a period of time there. And I actually went to, kcal radio one saturday while she was there and she invited me into the studio and hung out with her for a little while right and that's when i kind of got the bug mm-hmm. that, that i wanted to do that sure but it was too little too late at that point but regardless that that was kind of where i started getting the thoughts that i could do this yeah it's like it was easy yeah <laughs> yeah it was a lot of fun but uh yeah that was that was a great disc man i played it all the time well Make your, make your drive really. Cause it takes you what about 45 minutes to get to work. Yeah, about 45 minutes. Yeah. That's right. About the length of that album. If I'm not mistaken, 45, 50 minutes, that's your homework for the week. Just get in your car with the, you know, hang tough starting and starting you and, and get to the end and you'll, you'll, you'll get to work in a good mood. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, let's play some Tesla. I guess right. you're going to, uh, interview Brian wheat. I am. I'm going to be talking to him about his new book, um, Diary of a Milkman or something. I forget what it's called. Son of a Milkman, Diary of a Milkman. Yeah. Something about a milkman. It's actually pretty good. I was reading some of the stories. Some of his stories are pretty good. Like he, he told a story about getting turned down by Max Norman, even though they got him laid. <laughs> All right. It was a good story. I was reading. I was like, ah, that's funny. All right. I got to talk to him about that. So sure. All right. Well, here it is. It's uh, Tesla from the great radio controversy and it's lady luck exclusively here on your classic metal show. Hey everybody. All right. That was a lot of fun. Wasn't it? And you know what else is a lot of fun? The CMS podcast network. That's right. CMSPN.com is the address. Make sure you go over there. Make sure you watch the episodes there. You listen to the episodes there and Maybe you even just subscribe so it's delivered to your phone to whatever podcasting software you use, but do it from cmspn.com. Once again, cmspn.com, cmspn.com, cmspn.com. We'll see you next time, fucks.